Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, happy January 11th. Welcome to episode 41, I think. Is that right? 41? Correct. Correct, David. 41 of your Photography Mentor podcast. I'm your co-host, David Molnar, and this is my lovely ginger shot over on this side of the screen, Rich Coleman. Rich, how are you doing today? Doing great. Little Dick Coleman is doing splendid. <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, um, <clears throat> Rich is a junior, and so his dad is Big Dick, and, and Rich is Little Dick. Yeah, so Marty has Richard uh, in his name, so technically he's littlest Dick. Gosh, I was hoping I could be middle Dick, but nope, nope, nope. Until until uh, until the baton gets passed, you. Uh, I have to wait my dad dies. I'm actually pretty excited. I've said this before. I don't know if I have live. Like what? What's what's the age I go full Dick? Like I'm thinking like when I hit forty, I'll just be mm. call me Dick. Mm-hmm. It's a cool name, but it's like a cool old guy name. Right. Yeah. It has Do I need be. more gray hair? Mm, I got some you can have. I got some you can have. I also have a camera. I got, I, got some, I got some focus. I got some focus you can have. Did there you get go. the sugar-free focus? Hey, that's the real question. Dude, I did. Um, but I hurt my back. So, I, yeah. I can't tell if this is a joke or real life. No, I just, I legitimately did not want to pick up two different things. Here, focus on me. Focus Focus aid, sugar free. I feel like I feel like we should get sponsored by them or something. They should, you know. It's just, anyways, thank you, Rich. I appreciate cool. that. Rich sent this to my house. So now that I can, now I can use it. Now with intermittent have... fasting, you can have, you can drink it whenever you want. Now that sounds great. You know what? It's so cold in my office. I need to, I need to talk to my landlord about that. That the drink. I was just thinking, well, they're not in the fridge and they're not cold. And I was like, actually, they're pretty cold because it's cold. They're in my pretty office. cold. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Hey, well, good morning, everyone. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Um, we should give away. Some, yeah, Laura's saying give away a Focus Aid. I was just thinking, like, we should do that. We should. You know what? Um, how much is it per case of Focus Aid? It depends on like what flavor and how many. There's like so many different ones. It's kind of ridiculous. How many? How many Focus Aids can we get for a hundred bucks? Let's give away five, maybe. I, I'm asking, are they 20 bucks each? Is that approximately or something? Let's, 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 you, you right, keep that's talking fine. about, that's fine. Talk, that's talk, fine. Talk, talk, no, that's talk fine. About, talk about what's in hey, here. If, and- you guys share, if you guys share this uh, podcast episode, we're going to give five cases away. So we'll pick f- one, we'll pick five winners today. So not just one winner. Chances are, are increasing. And then you'll get, you'll get a, a pack of Focus 8. We're not, we're not sponsored by these guys. We just drink them. Do, do you like them? I mean, you, apparently you like them, right? Yeah, so you actually got me on the party aid because when I come to Florida, I like to party. Um, and then I drink so many lattes a day. It's kind of ridiculous how much coffee I drink. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't like – on Sunday mornings, I don't want to go through the process of making a coffee because it is a process and I can't drink K-cups anymore. So I started drinking one of those on the way to church on Sundays. Like that's my coffee. It has 100 milligrams of caffeine and it's clean energy. 
Um, so it's, it's clean everything. Like I drink immunity aid, which has a lot of like ginger and turmeric. Um, yep. there's one called life aid. That's good for like post workout. Uh, they all have like different things that they're good for, but what is the one you have? What's in that? The sugar-free. Well, this one says new tropics. I don't know what that is. Sounds good. It's Alpha better than old tropics. I don't know. Yerba mate. I think that's a type of tea that's really good for you. And you're my bate. Yeah. And then it's and then it says nootropics again. Alpha GPC. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. It's, I think there's just three things. Um, and hundred million anyways, caffeine. Yeah, yeah. It has it has stuff in it. Vitamin C, vitamin D three, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B six, vitamin B twelve, biotin, and pantothenic acid has decalcium. I don't know. Total carbs one gram. Total sugar zero. So, but your buddy, your buddy, your buddy Josh got you into these. Or who got you into that? Uh, yeah, my friend Josh Axe. He had a bunch of the Fit Aids in his fridge. So I figured if he was drinking them, sorry if I'm not supposed to say that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I like whenever I'd go to his house, he'd have Fit Aids and light stuff like that in his fridge. So I was like, oh, this stuff is good. And then I saw that they had a party aid where it's like if if you have a few drinks and you drink a party aid afterwards, then it helps replenish anything. Uh, I know some of y'all are wine drinkers here. Uh, it helps replenish any of the, the nutrients that you've lost from having a few drinks of wine or whatever. Um, so the last that. time, the last time I had a party aid, I was in David Molnar's hot tub and I thought I was getting fired. <laughs> true, <laughs> true story. Was it raining? No, it was just like, we were like, you're like, we were talking, we're having a good time. They're like, Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, Oh gosh, what did I do? Like my mind immediately <laughs> like, went, like in the principal's office. And I just remember like having the, the party aid in my hand. I was like nervously squeezing it. You didn't fire me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I did not. That's awesome. Uh, it was a good talk, wasn't it? I think. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm excited. Just Rich is coming. So a couple things. Um, today on this, on this episode 41 of the podcast, we thought we'd do something kind of special. That's why we're giving away all sorts of focus aid today. Um, to focus. So, so, so we can stay on track. But um, we can talk about some recent events, what's coming up. We're really excited about some things that are coming up, so we're going to tell you all about that. And then we also want to ask you guys some questions um, specifically. There's a, today is going to be a bit of a Q&A podcast, okay? So we're going to, you know, if you guys have some comments, we won't necessarily get to answer all the comments comments because there's a ton of you guys on live today. However, uh, <laughs> yeah, Roberta Vesely is saying, yeah, I hate that phrase. Can I talk to you a minute? <laughs> I know it's like the worst thing. It's like the worst. It didn't help um, that I was topless. I was topless with this Greek <laughs> statue of a man, and I was like, ah, "Okay." Oh uh, yeah. All my insecurities just bleeding out. Dude, this is the, this tastes better than the uh, regular Focus Aid. You're welcome. Like this is the sugar-free one, and I think it literally tastes better. Love well, it. yeah, I, it's I, the first I time I've had that it. one. Had no that one and Immunity Aid are my favorite tasting. The regular Life Aid that has cayenne pepper. In it, I actually like that one too because at the end of it, it's kind of like a slap in the eyes. It's like somebody mm. flicked me in my eye bags. Yeah, I like that Kyanna kick. Um, okay, so <laughs> what, what we're going to do today. Hey, if you guys have um, – a ton of you guys are on uh, live this morning. We got Bobby DuBose um, from Texas. We got Lori Waffler, or Waffler from Missouri. She said she's a Missourian. Um, we got Terry Him- Himabach. Himabach from Wisconsin, Reggie Kiefer. Uh, yeah, maybe Heimbach. Not sure. Sorry. 
We got Linda Hung in the house from Georgia. We got Rhonda Carter. I don't know where Rhonda's from. We got Cody all the way from, you're in California, right, Co? Cody? In California. SoCal. Espinosa? Where's he from? Yeah, somewhere down there. Yeah. We got Gayla Johnson, Lori Laughlin, Anne Petrie. Um, getting flipped in the eyelids does not sound pleasant. I don't know. I don't know what she's referencing. Well, I Laura Brandt's in the house. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I love ginger shots and all that sort of stuff. Um, okay. So if you guys have a question that you want David or Rich to answer, let us know in the comments. I'm not saying we'll answer all the questions, but we want to answer some questions and we're going to talk about some things that are coming up, but real quick, what's some, what's some, um, what's some big three stuff that we can talk about? I'm going to go first. Is that okay? (laughs) No, I mean, I guess I, 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 I like injured my back sleeping or something, you know, and, and it's getting a lot better. I mean, I mean, literally like sleeping the wrong way, like in a contortion way or something. Um, and, and it's like, it, it like pulled, it pulled like a, a muscle, like down there or, some, or something. And then, and then that's it a nice like, butt. Oh, do you hear that? I don't know if you could hear that. Yeah. That crack. Do you have a tens unit? Do you have a tens unit? Your what hurts? A tens unit? I said, unit? do you have a, t- a tens unit? I don't. I'm going to buy you one. That, I don't know what that is. Is that a rolling thing? No, no. It's like you put these things on your back and it uses electricity to like contract to grab the muscles. It reminds me of this little Asian lady I met once at a massage parlor. It feels like having her just live in your house. Oh, dude. The, so I, I like, I needed a massage so bad yesterday because I mean, I was just, I was actually in a lot of pain. Uh, specifically Saturday was worse. And, um, and it was one of the things where I was like, uh, it kept on like seizing up. So all my muscles would go zzz, zzz, like if I tried to like lift something or bend in a certain way and the whole like thing, my dad always told me like lift with your knees. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I have to like lift the toilet seat up, like with my knees. I need to like bend down. Like it was, it was, um, it, it, it was kind of gnarly for a minute, but yesterday afternoon I called like 10 massage places. We had a massage scheduled and then dude got sick. So he couldn't, you know, like, and then, and then, so I like called a few more places and then finally found one and it was like this place and it was, uh, you know, just some very sweet, um, I'm not sure if they are, you know, if it was, I think it was like a Thai massage or something like that. And, and it like, it was amazing. I literally came out of there and felt like a new man. Better. Like it was, oh, it was so good. Like I, look at these comments. These comments are screaming about the tins unit. I'm going to buy you one. It'll be there before I get there. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, this is, that's kinda, this, is, this is medically, medically, like this isn't just a rich thing. I had my doctor give me a tens unit. Hmm. Sounds pretty intense. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going on in your life, man? Well, we're just kind of prepping for the, uh, the move to Florida, not permanently, but a month long move. There's a lot of logistics. We're trying to eat all the groceries in our house. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, David, they're for, I'm going to call it, this is going to be part of the big two, big three, okay. my two of your three. I am working on a brand new astrophotography course for the photo mentorship because it's time. It is time for TPMers to be able to learn how to shoot the stars and shoot for the stars. Bum, bum, bum. So, lots of planning there. Dude, the astrophotography, my, my, um, my, my, uh, Exposure keeps on exposure. getting whack. Exposure. Let me see if I can set this on auto ISO so I don't have to worry about it on the video. Will that work? Let's look how, how dark, dark that's you looking. 
Otto's the devil. I know. I don't like audio. Auto. <laughs> um, but maybe that'll work. For, the, for future reference, you can open up Lightroom in a different window, and you can control your camera settings with a tether so you don't have to actually physically touch. It's closer than me opening up Lightroom. Shut different up. screen. Yeah. So what I just did is because it was plus like this, I'm using a Canon RP for my webcam. And I set it on, <clears throat> I have it on manual mode. Excuse me. And I have my uh, shutter speed set to a hundredth of a second. And my aperture set to f2.0. That's why it's so blurry in the background. That's why there's a shallow depth of field. And the, uh, the ISO is at 250. But what happened is like when the cloud would like go behind the sky, my settings would stay consistent because it's a real cloudy, dreary day. And it would like, or a cloud would like make it a little darker out and then it would get too dark. But then I put it on auto ISO and then, cause it's supposed to compensate for the light changing with just the specific ISO, uh, which is not something I would do when I'm taking pictures, but in a webcam situation where I don't want to have to mess with stuff, um, it, was, it was too dark. So what I did is I used the exposure compensation setting. I don't know if you, do you ever use that? I, I, don't, I don't typically use it when I'm, um, it's really kind of a semi-auto mode feature you know, like the exposure compensation. So what I did specifically was I added the exposure compensation to go to plus one stop. So meaning whatever the camera thought and the camera's wrong, it looked way too dark. Um, I added, I said, go one stop brighter. And then that seems to be working pretty good, getting the exposure pretty darn good on my face. So I like it. Yeah. Hey, um, there, there was a comment that Julie King Black wrote a few minutes ago and I just didn't want to cut off Rich, but I, I think yeah, this no, is awesome. Well, because Julie's photos like have just been blowing me away lately. But it's like someone, uh, it's funny because someone, uh, I think Kristen just posted that. Um, she said, Julie King Black is one of our amazing uh, TPM members. And I, I've been like loving her photos, uh, especially lately, but definitely for a while. And she said, I don't have a question, but I have a comment. There have been a few times when one of the mentors has praised something that I posted and it literally saves me from quitting. So someone that I like, we literally think like Julie, Julie's like an amazing photographer. Like I love the portraits and stuff that she's been posting. And, um, and so we all have these insecurities and, you know, Rich and I have, have definitely had insecurities over the years. Um, thankfully we have none left. <laughs> just kidding. Just like, you know, used, used to looking silly, but, um, you know, even amazing photographers like Julie Black have, have moments of times when, um, when she feels like quitting, like when, when she feels like she's not good enough. But she said, when a mentor has praised something that I posted and it literally saves me from quitting, I'm hoping that my mm. photography gets so much better this year. I'm starting out with the new Canon R, boom, a huge step up for my Canon 60. Thanks everyone. Um, yeah, the R is awesome. Are it you is, serious? Everybody like is. Julie, everybody click on that link and get, go follow her photography page and give her a billion likes and loves and hearts. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so Julie, just want to encourage you. I've been loving your photos lately. And then I know our mentor, I know we, we talk, we talk about our TPM members, like in our Slack channel. Slack is like our internal texting communication. And we talk about you guys and we, we like geek about like as a team, you know, like Rich and I are like, dude, did you, did you see this photo? Like that, you know, one of our students just posted. That's my, that's one of my favorite things about the photo mentorship is that, you know, we get to see you guys progress and and you know from wherever you're starting when you start the, the photo mentorship whether you've never picked up a camera before 
or um, or even if you're already proficient in you know auto, like in shooting in manual mode or something like that, we get to see your progression and rejoice with you and and like you know and all those different things. So, Julie, just want to encourage you to like keep on keep on doing it. We think your photos are awesome, and um, and if that's what you want to do, we think you could make a lot of money with photography. Oh yeah, if building a business. Don't worry, is, Julie. Is nobody nobody dislikes your photos more than you do as an artist. It's kind of like. Right. Like when that finished paint stroke is done, you're like, ah, I could have done this or I could have done that. And that's hard too as a professional because I'll shoot a wedding and I'll be like, oh man, I wish I would have done this or that. And then you get a bride to call you on the phone crying because, you know, she has the best picture she could have imagined. So we all do that to ourselves. It's Julie, you rock. We love you. Keep taking good pictures because now everybody's watching you. So we're now, you're our test subject. <laughs> Oh, this stupid exposure conversation is not working very well today. Okay, so um, that's awesome. Hey, I want to speak to that. I want to speak to insecurity stuff a little teeny bit. I'm insecure about my camera not focusing. I think it's that that lens that I've got. I think it's being silly. It's that lens that that you made me buy, Rich. Well, I have an idea. Rich. If you want, well, I said the fifty. What you need to do is bump up your aperture a little bit to give you a larger depth of field, and then just put it on manual focus. That's my two cents. Hmm. Yeah, but I like having the very shallow depth of field. It's awesome. It's very, I know it's very shallow of me, but, you know, I just... Did I you just touch like your it. eye? Does it, can you see a little white box tracking your eyeball? Yeah. Oh, mine's doing it great. Well, good for you. Good for Because I have the Sigma lens. <laughs> I know. Maybe I just need to do something. I want to talk about insecurities for a second, overcoming insecurities. Is that okay? Is that all right with you, Richard? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me, I'm insecure when do you feel about insecure? I'm insecure when my face is looking incorrectly exposed. <laughs> you know, and in all seriousness, you know, skin tones is a big issue. Like if you make someone look too dark or or not dark enough, you know, if they look blown out in their face, then it can make people feel insecure and not like their images. You know what I mean? So if you do if you do this, okay. And then you blow out, you blow out my face, the exposure on my face, and you take photos like this, you're going to look pretty amateur mm. as a photographer. Ain't, ain't and, nobody liking that. And I wouldn't like that photo either. You know, like I know there's certain types of artsy things. Like if you do something like this in black and white, maybe it would look cool. But like, you know, no one wants to have their exposure um, on their face, like making them look pasty pale. And obviously there's all the different types of skin tones and complexion and stuff like that. But as a Caucasian male, I'm, I'm, I'm insecure about that. I don't want to have, I don't want to have my face incorrectly exposed. You know, I don't want any indecent exposure. You know what I mean? We get plenty of that with rich. So That's the next, uh, the next Higgs is, uh, how to, <laughs> how to, how to get exposed, how to expose in the field. Oh, gosh. Um, Actually, I want to show, remind me in a minute, I want to show a trailer of something that Rich just filmed. Um, if that's awesome. If that's okay with hey, you can Hey, can you show that trailer in a minute? <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay, so um, insecurities. All of us, I know we've touched, talked on this and touched on this in the, in the previous um, episodes, but I want, to, I want to speak to this really quick. Um, all of us have felt like, have felt like failures or frauds, or fakes. A lot of people call it the imposter syndrome, um, where you feel like, dude, I gotta figure out this lens, it's, getting, it's driving me nuts. Um, 
How about that? I just turned off. I just turned off autofocus. So we'll see. We'll see if it works. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Just... Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. So, anyways, um, a lot of us have felt like imposters are fakes, and so for me, there there was times when I was getting these like album cover shoots or these you know these weddings, and they're flying flying me to these different places, and I really felt like I was getting a little I want to say too big for my britches, but I. I, I I think I was getting opportunities that I felt unqualified for. Do you understand? Like, I felt Mm -hmm. like I probably shouldn't be getting to do this gig here. Um, I probably should be. uh, Let me do that a little bit more. There we go. We'll see. Oh, there it is. You look perfect. Um, I probably shouldn't like, I I felt like I shouldn't be the one that they're flying to this place to do this photo shoot, or I shouldn't, they shouldn't trust me with their photos and all these different things. I felt like a failure, like a fake, not necessarily a failure. There was definitely times of that, but I felt like a fake, like fraud. Like they're going to find out today is the day. I can't tell you how many years that it felt like today is the day. Um, especially the first four or five years of me being a professional photographer. And I wish I could have just kicked, you know, kicked it sooner and understood that like, Hey, you know, I wish I understood this. It took me years of feeling like a fake. Like today was going to be the day that I'm going to be discovered that I'm not really a professional photographer or not really a, a legit photographer. I'm not qualified to be here. Because the thing is, the problem, this is the thing, this is the problem that we want to solve in the near future. But I didn't have anyone certifying me like with their stamp of, of approval and saying, you're good enough to be a professional photographer. You've learned what you need to learn. And quite frankly, like I probably didn't know enough. And that's why I teach photography now because I'm like, I can help people, um, you know, catapult themselves ahead and learn and avoid the mistakes that Rich and I have made early on in our careers. That's why we've built the photo mentorship and, you know, made our courses like Master Your Camera and Speedlight 101 and et cetera. But, um, the only way to really start overcoming that fear of feeling or that, that feeling of being like a fake is to keep on winning and to keep on pushing through even when you fail. It's to develop you know, muscle memory of pushing forward even when you're unsure. Mm. Even when you don't know if it's going to work out. And that's hard for people. It's like, it's like kind of taking that, that step of faith. You know, like I think, I think anytime you step out as a business owner um, or even just as an artist, it's, it's putting yourself in a vulnerable position. To create is to be vulnerable. To create is to be vulnerable. And the only way to develop that confidence, to develop that certainty that you're not actually a fraud, that you're not actually a fake. I should say the only way that I knew how was to keep on pushing through and tell the devil he's a liar, you know, because it's like him whispering. If anyone's ever read that book, The Screw Tape Letters, written by C.S. Lewis, it's amazing. I've read that a few times, where it's like, it's always has like the devil or the demons like whispering, whispering in your ears, trying to get you to do things. That voice inside of you, that negative thing. My mom would have said, there's a black dog on your shoulder and there's a white dog on your shoulder. Like, whichever one you feed more. And it's kind of like the angels on like Pluto and the, the, the cartoons or whatever, right? 
like whichever one you feed more is going to win. You know, if you listen to, to the, to the evil one more and the, the negative thoughts and the negative things that, that you're hearing, like you're a fake, you're a fraud. You're never going to be a good photographer. You're never going to do this. You're horrible. You blah, blah, blah. If you listen to that stuff, you'll start to believe it or you'll continue to believe it. But if you say, screw you, you know, uh, devil, you know, and start listening to the positive affirmations that you should be telling yourself and, you know, taking those compliments and genuinely receiving them and playing to your strengths and then building a history of success and winnings, you know, meaning like your good photo shoots, you know, when you, when you do a photo shoot and you have a photo, sometimes it's just one photo from an entire photo shoot that you're actually proud of and the rest, just ignore the rest. Okay. So many people think they should be taking so many good photos, each photo shoot. And it's like, even now, like these days, I, I can take it. a thousand photos and I probably only have one to five that I'm like proud of, you know, from a photo shoot from like two or three hours of shooting a thousand photos, you know, 300 bucks, 300, 300 bucks, 300 photos an hour, you know, and I only have a few of them. Like we're talking about f like a half a percent of the photos that I'm actually proud of. Okay. Yeah. Three in a thousand or so. So if you're discouraged because all your photos aren't amazing, like that's because you're developing a higher standard. You're developing a better eye. You're able to visualize what's really good and what's really not. So as you learn to become a better and better photographer, you start to realize all the mistakes that you've made on previous things. And that's why photographers and artists are always like, well, that's old outdated portfolio on my website, or I need to update that because they're learning, they're improving. And, um, mm -hmm. And there there's this threshold where you cross at some point um, in your, in your you know, photography journey that you start realizing, like, I'm a good photographer. I do make mistakes. We all make mistakes. You know, only a certain amount of once you start to realize and you have the permission and you have the knowledge and the, with the understanding, the wisdom to realize that three out of a thousand photos for Rich Coleman or David Molnar are good. And we're pretty freaking good photographers. I, I mean, I think Rich is a good photographer. I've had a blessed career. So I think I'm pretty competent as a photographer. Um, like even now I have three or four photos from a photo shoot that I'm like, that one's awesome. And the rest I'm like, eh, I don't really want to look at those ones again, you know? Yeah, and and if you're getting discouraged because of the other 997 photos, then I, I just want you to understand that, you know, like the, the way that it works is you're only going to get a few hero shots. I'm sorry. I cut you off, Rich. Were you trying no, to that's me? good. Like I, I had a pastor when I was in college, I went to a university where we got to hear a lot of great speakers and this guy was a Navy seal. And he said, there's two types of people. There's people that relax and there's people that reload. Mm. And he said, when you're doing something and you're in a trench and you're at war, you know, taking a break is good, but reloading is better. So you need to take time for yourself and kind of reload. And that's, that's one reason I love the photo mentorship because the reason you're being critical of yourself is because you're, you, you are no longer taking awful photos. You're no longer content putting out anything. You're, you're giving yourself a higher standard. You're holding yourself up, that's which right. is making you better as an artist. So when you sit there and you're like, I hate every picture I take, and that sounds really depressing. That, that sounds like growth to me. When I hear that, I hear they're starting to see and feel this photography thing. And you can either relax and put your camera down and let it get some dust, or you can reload and get ready for the fight. Um, so that's a, a pretty cool analogy as I 
sit here and hear David talk? Are you going to relax or are you going to reload? I, I love that. That's really good. Hey, Ross Tuttle is saying, woohoo, can't wait for the astrophotography course. That's awesome. Um, Lori Laughlin is saying, or O Laughlin, sorry, said, I need all the help I can get with the night sky photos. Um, awesome. And then Shannon Jemison, Jemison Price is saying, oh, that would be great. Nevada has some great areas for stargazing and photography. And I, I want to, um, I want to go out West and do some, maybe, maybe that's where we should do our landscape course or one of the landscape Let's courses. Let's just go somewhere. Pretty, pretty soon. Um, so look at that, Julie Black. I love it. Get that camera. If your camera's in a bag in the closet, you're not reloading. You're relaxing. Hey, so real quick, um, Amy Lee is saying, I need help recovering my presets, copyright, and identif identity plate and Lightroom Classic. I just switched from a laptop and iMac and lost all the presets from you plus what I created. Um, so a couple things. Um, let, me, let me show you guys. Um, let me show you guys something. If you are a photo mentorship member, okay, um, if you're a photo mentorship member, then when you log in uh, to the photo mentorship, this is the homepage. We're actually about to redesign this, which I'm really excited about. But you have an area called My Products, okay? And even if you're, you know, if you're a Presets Club member or if you've purchased presets individually, regardless of whether you're still a member, you should have a username and login if you at one point had purchased something from us. And you can always go to My Products area. So Amy, for instance, if you have purchased presets from us in the past, then you should have, um, you can go to my products area, which is right up here, okay? Sometimes this tab is ex you know, expanded, but under my products, then you can see all the presets. This test account that I have has a ton of preset credits right here for every, every credit, 39, that means I could buy 39 more packs. And so what you can do is you can always go back you know, to, the individual, um, to the individual preset pack because you own them for life once you've, once you've traded in a preset credit for it. And then you can go back here and you can go to download and then it will download those preset packs. So if you've lost your presets from us, then you can go and re-download them. You, you, you retain lifetime access to it. The other thing is underneath, um, if you're talking about how to create a watermark, under mini tutorials, we keep on adding more and more mini tutorials. If you're not a photo mentorship member, then you don't have access to this. But if you are a photo mentorship member, and if you're not, I don't know why you're not because the photo mentorship is the best, um, then you can, you could, you know, we have a ton of different tutorials under here, but you could search watermark, okay? And then you could see how to create and you know, apply a watermark inside of uh, Photoshop or inside of Lightroom right here. So if you're trying to figure out how to make a, a watermark uh, specifically there. So hopefully that answers um, you know, some of your questions. Um, Rich, were you gonna, was there a question you wanted to answer? No, no, why don't you play that video and I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna clean up these questions and let us okay. get to them. Awesome, awesome, I'm excited about that. If you'll have questions, feel free to ask them. I'll do my best to, we'll, we'll, we will do our best to try to do that. So Rich just had this amazing course with the amazing Chris Ellison who filmed this. And I think he's tuning into this live right here. Um, it's a recent uh, shoot. We're gonna show you all some behind the scenes footage. I, I mean, I haven't even, I just saw like the first couple seconds of this video. I was like, that's cool, let's play it. So when does is, when is this video come out? Do we, do we know, any idea? Um, not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure, whenever, whenever boss, whenever Kiki tells me it's coming out. <laughs> okay, let me find, um, here we go. All right, I'm gonna play this video for y'all.
Little teaser coming up, Rich. That looks amazing. I wanted to. It was fun. To, like, it was, eat it, all that it was actually the funny part was it was actually kind of a crap show. Like we showed up, and like the restaurant was under construction. Mm. Like the cooks weren't garnishing like any plates. Like mm. so, me and like our team were like dressing and making everything happen. So it was kind of fun because it was like this is how you shoot when stuff doesn't happen. Like you know, it's your yeah. job to. I mean, especially you. I mean, gosh, David. Like with all the pro shoots you've done it's kind of on you to make sure everything looks right make the art director um because like here paint your camera up there's no way in the world all those photo shoots would have gone well if it wasn't for you just kind of evolving and working on the fly mm. super fun yeah. so that's coming out soon Your photography course coming out soon all kinds of business stuff coming out soon all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. yeah yeah love that and I, i'm just now reading some 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 comments like scrolling down the page a little bit julie i'm glad we could help help uh help encourage you a little teeny bit more that's awesome um martha saying haven't made it to your lives in a bit so happy to see your faces love that love that um and uh charlie briggs is saying i love this group too julie i'm huge self-doubter we're, we're excited that you're here charlie that's awesome um awesome so we have uh there, there's chris the man right here who filmed that chris ellison right here He's, he's amazing. He, he, so he filmed that and he's been, he's been, uh, editing and filming some stuff for us lately. Um, he's really awesome. Okay. Um, you have some questions you want to answer? I'm just trying to get caught up on comments here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of questions, um, like Mary, Marie, Marie, M-A-R-I, um, after watching the learning to see like a photographer, which is a course we just dropped in two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, I'm wondering if using my 50 millimeter, is better than my 100 millimeter for portraits. My answer to that would be, it's kind of whatever you want. Like 50 is good. So Mary, when you're on, when you have your camera on, your lens on your camera, and if it's a full frame camera, your eye sees 50 millimeters. So that's like a very natural to grab a camera and shoot and it. Like feels really good when you're shooting a full frame on a full frame camera, it just feels good because it's what your eye sees. So whenever you zoom in more than 50, you're zooming. Um, I personally love the 100 millimeter lens. So there's no wrong or right answer. It's just kind of, you know, change it up. If there's anything I try to say a lot in that course was pivot, improve, pivot, improve um, as you're shooting. Don't get stuck in this one pose, this one way with this one lens. Just kind of kind of move around, see how it works. It, it is fun to, um, it is fun to, to switch lenses from time to time. Like there's times when I'm like, man, I just love shooting with my nifty 50 lens. It's so awesome. The 50 millimeter thing. Um, and then there's other times when, you know, when I've got so many, so much gear on my desk, when I just love shooting with this hundred millimeter macro, it's, it's an amazing lens and it had the compression and all that stuff is, is really awesome. It's really fun. And then sometimes I'm like, man, I just actually really love the compression. It's funny. Cause this lens, this is the 70 to 200. It's such a heavy lens that sometimes I don't default to putting on it just cause like it makes me work out more, but man, portraits I work out. so beautiful, like engagement portraits with this lens, like blurring some like weeping willows in the background or this, you know, 
some some uh, specular highlights, um, stuff like that, like at sunset or something. Like that lens is absolutely beautiful. So it's it's actually really fun to just like to switch up your lenses and all that stuff from from time to time. Oh, I make I, sometimes at a wedding if I have like a, I've done I'm an idiot and I'll shoot like four weddings in a row on a weekend. Um, I'll be like, okay, I'm not going to use my 50 or I'm not going to use my 100 today just because I'm I'm shooting the same trash and I go through that self-doubt moment. So like when I put on a 16 to 35, I'm like, woo, I got to be a little creative here. So like your gear can sometimes put you in a creative rut. Uh, so just simply changing to a lens can can really just kind of open your creative mind up. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, here's a good question from Linda Nielsen. She said um, she feels like she's not progressing in all this bad weather because she's stuck at home. What mm-hmm. can I do? I'll let you know. David? You think, Rich? Here's the thing. Whenever you're – like if it's perfect weather outside and you have a perfect model and all the stars line up, that's kind of like cheating. Like, yes, you're getting good pictures, but – I'd rather know how to get a good picture in any situation. So this would be a great time, Linda, to practice flash photography. It'd be a great time to practice strobe photography. Um, It'd be really fun to like try product photography. Like if you're stuck at home, the business down the street might need some new Etsy pictures and that could be some income for you. So this might be a good time to start like scratching those other itches you have besides like just going out and shooting perfect light because not to sound mean, but anybody can do that, but a photographer can shoot in any light. Um, and that's what the photo mentorship's about. We want to teach you how to shoot, um, in less than ideal situations. Cause that's real life folks. Um, every now and then you luck out and things are perfect, but a lot of times it's not. So it's, it's kind of on you as the artist to keep on rolling. Am I right? You know, what's another thing, like there's, there's all sorts of different, um, I mean, a hundred percent agree. It's on you as the photographer. And, and, and I'm going to be honest for a second. Like when the weather is dreary, it makes me less motivated when it's winter and it's cold outside. It makes me less motivated. If it's snowing and it's like beautiful, then that's like a different thing. And obviously you have all the COVID stuff where a lot of people are, you know, staying indoors and all these different things like during this time, if they're at higher risk. So I get all those types of things, but like what Rich is saying, like trying to experiment in a type of photography that <clears throat> that you want to learn. Now's a great time. I mean, really, if, you, if you're getting down to it, now's a really great time to watch lessons from the photo mentorship, to tune into these lives like, like we're having, to watch our courses. We have almost 30 courses available to you guys, you know, in the photo mentorship. So if you have a specific, um, I'm going to go to the courses level right up here. If you have a specific thing um, that you're, you know, that you're trying to learn, like if you're excited about going out and shooting some waterfalls, then watch our waterfall course or our landscape course or learn some Photoshop. Like this is a great time to learn, you know, Photoshop or to, you know, if, like Rich was talking about to learn studio lighting. So whether it's studio lighting or whether it's speed light lighting, now's a great time to practice those things. And you could practice on, you know, your daughter or your husband or whoever, you know, like your dog, your cat, you could practice all those different things. Another example of stuff that you could be doing now is, you know, learning stuff like how to pose your subjects specifically like take this course naturally pose your subjects like a pro um course and like and just start cataloging that information so that when it's nice out in the spring and you guys can you know uh start doing portraits again and all sorts of things and get out of this potentially a creative rut if it's you know if it's kind of blah and you're stuck indoors it's cold outside and all these different things you can start building up that 
that uh, photography vocabulary and experience and I should say muscle memory, like start building up your, your, yeah. you know, your knowledge during this time uh, so that you're ready to, um, to do a bunch of mini sessions in the spring or ready to shoot weddings or ready to shoot family portraits or studio portraits or headshots or whatever it is. You know, if you're a headshot photographer, like my friend, Alex Workman, who we had in the podcast not too long ago, like he's, you know, he's, uh, he's in Tallahassee and he did the whole COVID wear project and he's been doing a ton of headshots for people. And he just, you know, he has people come, you know, to his little, you know, photo studio. And, you know, I think sometimes he set it up in his garage and stuff. There's plenty of space for them to stay six feet away from each other. If, you know, if strict COVID guidelines or whatever, and then just, you know, do headshots. You can do that any time of year. You, you know, you get like a, you know, a seamless roll of paper that can be, you know, four feet or nine feet wide, depending on how much space you have. You can, you know, get one photography light like this one right here. You can invest a few hundred bucks and have a really great, uh, you know, studio photography setup and shoot world-class headshots. We do need to create a headshot mm. photography course. I mean, if you watch my yeah, studio lighting course, this one right here, Studio Lighting 101, it'll teach you the things you need to know specifically about headshots. Um, but it's not a headshot specific course. And that's one of the things that we want to make here in the near future. But I mean, headshots are a thing that you could totally do while it's, you know, negative 20 degrees outside or it's in a creative rut. Another example. Would be, oh, yeah. Um, uh, macro photography. You could get an amazing lens like this one. Um, and then you could be, you, know, you could be like, I want to photograph, uh, find something cool. Legos. I don't know. Um, you know, even if you just like looked down the line of this specific remote, like it, it looked really cool. You could photograph Legos and you could do stop motion stuff. There's all sorts of creative projects that you could do in the winter time. Okay. All sorts of things that you could do, especially during the whole COVID time. And some of the things could make money if that's the things, if that's what you're interested in. And some of them, you know, some, some of them could just be fun, creative projects, but all of you guys can take this time to, to, to watch photography tutorials and start building up your knowledge so that you're when you're ready to get back out so that you can, uh, so you can do that. So, um, awesome. Awesome. Blossom. Yeah, man. If you just think like, if I ha man, I, I could probably give away a full-time business, for people that want me to take product photographies, whether it's jewelry or Etsy or I got free coffee from a coffee shop for two years once because I took pictures of their coffee. So if you're spending $8 a day on lattes, like I was, that's a pretty good deal. That's a lot of money you could be saving. I haven't paid for a haircut in years. Cause I just, I, I pay this uh, really beautiful lady who's having a birthday tomorrow. Um, I take pictures for her for free haircuts. There you go. I mean, it's a great deal. I, I've loved like trading trading services has been one of the things that's that's that I've definitely did a lot, especially in the early years, you know. And that was, I mean, and that can be a great bang for your buck because you know you can you can trade your maximum value if you're you know charging fifteen hundred dollars for a you know for a photo shoot or something like that. You could trade that to get fifteen hundred dollars worth of product of, from whoever it is, whether it's a grocery store or whatever. 1500 bucks of groceries if you're doing a product shoot for a grocery store could go a long way or at a restaurant like i know i i did like a, a half day photo shoot for um you know one of my favorite burger places and they gave me thousands of dollars of burger uh like it, it was this you know this like my, my yeah. amazing amazing craft burger uh place that i went to all the time and we just had you know a ton of gift certificate or gift cards to that to that place and um deanna canon canon r you what? Sorry, she asked twice. I was just answering a question. Deanna, twice ago. 
Yeah. Trade, trade services are great. You just have to make sure you're not getting screwed over. But like, if it's one of those things where you're like, man, I really wish I had a good website, find a website guy that needs some pictures and there's your website. You know, like you can use this to help you in this like slow time, like leverage your skill to make your little business better, to make your photography better. Yeah. Angela Mitchler um, had said this earlier, two wolves live within you. This is what I was talking about. Two wolves wolves live within you. Which one do you feed, the doubter or the warrior? The warrior fails Mm. um, and rises again. Um, Mm. So that's, that's awesome. I want to speak to that real quick. I read a, I watched a podcast and read a book. God, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was called killing your clone. So imagine you have to fight to the death tonight at midnight with your clone from right now. What are you going to do different to give you an advantage over that guy? Like, is that guy going to skip going to the gym? You know, like, what are you going to do to kill your clone? So when you wake up, I know that sounds mean, but like, it's a really, it was like a really potent thing. Like, how are you going to better yourself today? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think I would win. So Kelly Bowers, Corey um, said this uh, a little while ago. I'm not caught up on comments. I know there's so many more comments here. So I'm like, I, I got way off a little while ago. Kelly said, I struggle with people taking my hobby seriously. I want to be, I want to be looked at as a professional photographer, but they think, um, sorry, but they just think I'm doing it for fun. I'm doing it because it is fun and I enjoy it, but I want to be taken seriously. So, um, couple things, Kelly. Um, number one is even a prophet isn't respected in his hometown. You ever heard that? I, I forget what Bible verse that is. If you, if y'all can pull it up. Um, then I'm not caught up, caught up in the comments, so I might see it, right? But, um, you know, and then it says, you know, it also says in the Bible, I think it says you just have to dust your feet off and like go to the next town or something like that. I know I'm paraphrasing here. But here's the thing. Sometimes people who knew you before you started your thing won't take you seriously until later on they rediscover like, holy crap, Kelly actually is amazing. And, and so it's one of those things where... Um, I found, you know, some of my early respect or successes from in photography were people from, let's say, out of town or people that I didn't grow up with. And so maybe it wasn't my sister or, I mean, my sisters are great, but I'm just saying maybe it wasn't my like immediate family or immediate friends. Maybe it was, you know, other people, like let's say in my school or in my community or in my town that rec- that saw my photos and were like, wow, they're amazing because they didn't see where I came from. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's one of those things where I think, okay, if you keep on pursuing, if you keep on feeding that, uh, you know, warrior wolf in you, um, you know, and, and say, you know, heck no, shut up devil or whatever, that, and you keep on pursuing your craft, if you're, you know, keep on watching courses in the photo mentorship and learning how to be a professional photographer and you start building a business that's successful. I mean, imagine this, you, and I don't know exactly where you are in the process, Kelly, but like, imagine if you, um, you know, you just, beca- you, you watch my shoot stunning natural light portraits course and you learn to just take world-class portraits. Okay. Mm. And then you watch, um, Rich's, you know, stro, uh, speed light one one course and then the two one course. Okay. And then you just become a master at flash photography. Okay. And then, and then you watch my studio strobes 101 and 201 course, and you become a master at studio photography. If that's what you want, I don't know. I don't know exactly what your passion is. Maybe we could ask you that question, 
But when you watch those things, you now, like from watching those different courses, you would now have the skills. And once you practice and you build confidence and you kind of build that muscle memory and that confidence in you, um, when you watch my Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits course, you would learn how to take professional quality portraits using natural lights of family portraits, of engagement sessions, of senior portraits. Like you could do all those things from just watching that one two hour course that I have, okay? And you mm. could make a crap ton of money just from that one course. Now, if you took Rich's course in addition to that, okay, that the studio, uh, sorry, the Speedlight 101 course, um, then that would teach you how to take, um, you know, flash photos in a dark room, which would give you the skills that you need to be able to photograph weddings and wedding receptions Anywhere. and, you know, and all sorts of stuff. So then when you pair those things together, let's say you watch the master your camera course, which teaches you how to use your camera and take complete manual control of it. And then you learn lighting from my shoot stunning natural light portraits course. So you can take professional quality portraits and then you learn the speed light um, you know, photography, then you're set up to, to be able to, you have the skills you need to shoot weddings. And then you can start making six figures a year shooting weddings. Okay. Cause we're always going to need people to shoot, to do wedding photography. Okay. And then if you're making six figures a year shooting, uh, photography, doing something that you love, would these people take your hobby seriously? Mm. I'm pretty sure, pretty and, sure they would. Yeah. Okay. So if you join the photometric, what's that? I'll say, and to quote my favorite prostitute, Vivian Ward, big mistake, <laughs> huge. Remember from Pretty Woman? That was like the best actually, scene when she I, I was like, I've actually never seen that movie. Uh, I was like, uh, your favorite prostitute. He was, he was like, who's your favorite prostitute? No, but like that's the other thing too is like when these haters start to take you seriously, you're kind of like, I mean, nothing much says you arrived more than that. So it's really fun. And that's that's why David made Master Your Camera because – Photography is this crazy, weird, scientific, nerdy guessing game, and he just walks you through what every button does and why every button does. And it's not taught in a way that's like condescending or over your head. It's taught in a very like simple, let's think about this and help you understand it. That's why Master Your Camera's the best course I've ever looked at, David. And it's not even mine, so I'm giving you that one. This is awesome. Carol was saying, this is Carol is one of our amazing students in TPM and photo mentorship. And she's saying her oldest brother was one of her biggest critics. And then this year he sent her a card with an owl on it saying it reminded her of the, of the, you know, the nature shots that she's been, the great nature shots that she'd been taking. That compliment from my brother was like a million bucks to me. And I know Carol mm. has been pushing hard and like really pursuing her photography dreams and taking these courses and all these things. So that's a testament to, you know, um, you know, like Kelly, like when you're saying people aren't taking me seriously, like that's awesome. Um, Carol's brother, I guess, didn't take her seriously. And now he is. So that's pretty amazing. That's pretty powerful. I love that. I love that. I think Carol the best recipe win. there is to like, just freaking show them, show them that you're doing this. And show them what's serious. up. Show them what's up. That's awesome. That's awesome. Love that. Um, that's fantastic. Well, Hey, a uh, couple things I want to I, listen. I, I, I scrolled through like, hundreds of comments there for a second, like as I was just trying to get caught up. So I'm sure there's a bunch of questions. I don't mind sticking around and answering a couple more questions, but I want to give away this stuff because I don't want to waste everyone's time. Is that cool? Can we yeah. Do that well, that, and, and also a lot of people are asking like how to take courses. I don't know if you have a video, like a TPM video. I don't know if that lives on your computer. Um, but yeah, we do have some focus, focus aid winners. So well, so if you, guys, if you guys are wanting to get access to the photo mentorship, you can go to the photomentorship.com. 
Okay. Yeah, and then on. I'll show you guys. Um, so I'll show you some of the courses that I was just talking about. Um, okay. I'll, I'll move my, move my thing. So this is the photomentorship.com. You actually log in, you know, like on davidwalner.com, you know, uh, but you can go to the photomentorship.com and you can become a member. Um, and there'd be a login button right here, but it would, it'll take you right to your dashboard. And on your dashboard, you can see like, Hey, here's the upcoming live events. Here's some courses that you could take. Here's our featured new courses. Like we just released this course, learning to see like a photographer, Photoshop 20, um, 21 tutorials, Photoshop retouching 301. Cause we have three different retouching courses already. And we have different learning tracks and stuff that you can take. Um, those courses, let me show you the courses that I was talking about. Number one, master your camera course. This course right here is the course that shows you how to use your camera. And the whole course is taught from a, um, from a Nikon, Canon, and Sony perspective, meaning you can watch the lessons as a Nikon user, you can watch the lessons as a, um, as a, uh, as a, you can watch the lessons as a Sony user and a Canon user. So we essentially taught the course three times with, uh, you know, with Canon cameras, with, Sony cameras and with Nikon cameras, okay? That way the buttons look similar depending on which camera brand that you have, okay? Um, so that's that number one course. That's kind of like one of the starting places like for, for doing it. Um, the Kind of the, one of the new starting places for us is to actually watch this course, learning to see like a photographer because we show you and help you be able to start visualizing what you could create as a photographer. So it's giving you kind of the, you know, the comp composition rules, a, a new way of seeing um, cause basically what you should do is learn how to see first and then learn how to shoot and then learn how to edit. Okay. And then after that, you start specializing in what you want to learn how to do. Okay. Let's look at all the courses really quick. Not all the courses, but I'm going to show you a couple of the specific ones. So I was trying to show you the shoot stunning natural light portraits course. This one right here. These are all included. If you're a photo mentorship member, um, you know, you can join the photo mentorship for 47 bucks a month. Um, and then, and you get access to all of these courses and they're, they're 300 bucks a piece if you were to buy these courses individually. So 47 bucks a month is like incredible deal. It would take you six months of payments to actually just pay for one of these courses. If pay for one-off courses. Yeah. Just to, to buy one of them. We wanted to make it available to as many people as possible. So this course, Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits, I teach you my three, my three formulas that, that anyone can follow pretty much in any lighting situation to take professional quality portraits. So whether or not they're using window light, like I'm using right now, or they're using, you know, it's bright sunlight, or if it's a cloudy day, I teach you how to use all these different scenarios to create professional quality light so that you can take professional portraits of families, of engagements, of senior portraits, headshots outdoors, like any of these types of things. Like that's what this course specifically teaches you. Okay. I'm going to go back for a second. And then if you go to Speedlight 201, where's the 101 course? Looking for the 101. I think it's all the way up here somewhere. Speedlight 101. Here's Rich's course, Speedlight 101. Okay. This course is amazing. It's going to teach you how to use, you know, your Speedlight, which is, you know, a portable battery powered flash that attaches to the hot shoe, you know, of a, of a, of a camera. And then, you know, it's very portable. And so this is what you use or what I use, uh, typically whenever I'm shooting weddings or doing in like a, a wedding reception or, or anything like that indoors to add light, to bounce it off the ceiling. This is what Rich teaches you all about so that you can make your photos look and feel professional and natural looking and not like you're shining light directly in someone's eyes and really unflattering. Okay. If you took those three courses, the master your camera course, the shoot stunning natural light portraits course, and this speed light one-on-one course, you'd be pretty darn equipped to shoot a wedding. 
Okay. Now you need to learn about scheduling and all these things. And we have wedding photography courses in development at this very moment. We don't have that available yet. We do have a wedding photography bootcamp that you could go back and watch um, so from some live trainings that we did. But if you watch those courses, you could potentially be on your way to making six figures plus a year, just shooting weddings. Mm. Okay. You know, so the photo mentorship is pretty awesome. It's amazing. And it basically, it's a way it, it includes all of our, um, all of our courses and you get live trainings like this on a weekly basis where we answer questions and stuff. Um, okay, yeah, like, let's do like, like, like I'm going live on Wednesday and we're giving something away. Or we're going live on Friday. We it's like this, but like this three or four times a week, which is super fun. But David, mm -hmm. we do have some winners. If yep. you want a winner, do you have them? I'm going to send them to you again. Do you see them? David Monar just sent it to you. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Cinco um, in Spanish. Cinco. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, Jennifer saying she's super stoked. Awesome, awesome. Grace Lowe saying which three green? Which three green? Master camera. Shoot something natural like portraits. And Speedlight 101. Those are the three courses I was saying would kind of provide you the foundation. There's other things you need to learn. You need to learn how to edit your photos. And that's where you learn the Lightroom 101 course, you know? Um, there, there's plenty of things for you to learn, but especially during this winter season, this is a great time to be storing up that wisdom in your head and to practice. So you could take the Lightroom course and learn how to edit old photos. You could take any of our Photoshop, we have like 10 Photoshop courses, <laughs> and then you could learn how to you know, edit some old photos and all that stuff. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and give away uh, these focus aids. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Y'all are amazing. Um, okay. Ready? You go first. Yeah, wait, go ahead. I got the remember, remember how we were talking about the, you know, the, the, the different wolves, the, the, the angel on your shoulder, the Angela, uh, cause Angela Mickler, sorry, sorry. Oh, Angela Mickler, nice. Mitch, Mitchler, Mickler, I'm not sure. Um, I think of like Michelob. So Mitchler, you uh, have one, like a, a, you have one, you have one, a focus aid, a, a pack of pack. focus. I mean, how many are in these packs? Is it 12? Yeah. 12? 12? 12? 12 pack. Hopefully. Murphy's right. Law, man. Ooh. I mean, Ma Murphy. Wait, I'm just kidding. The next winner is Ma Murphy. There you go. There you go. I love it. Congrats, Ma Murphy. Right, don't, don't, blank, don't blank on this next one. I know. I, I am drawing a blank. Um, this next person's name is uh, Jamie Blank. Jamie you Blank, go. you're a winner. There you go. All right. What I like doing is just kind of like weaving puns throughout all these different jokes. I'm like Jones oh, for like a new joke, Jones. you know? <laughs> Sheila Weaver Jones, you have won. You're the fourth winner. Of ah, what the mail? What? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I feel like very, very sincerely, I should, you know, report to you that Mel Sincere is the. Is the next and final, the fifth and final winner. So we have Angela Mickler, Mitchler, Ma Murphy, Jamie Blank, Sheila Weaver Jones, and Mel Sasir. Y'all have all won. You're gonna get a. You're each gonna get a case of Focus Aid. So, Why anyways, ho hopefully that'll help you focus on all of our courses because you got lots of learning to do. Um, so this yes. is fun. Thank y'all so much. There'll be, I, there'll be a was test. there a lot of Was there a lot of questions that we didn't get to answer today? Should we do this yes. again? Do y'all like we this should, open, this, this kind of open-ended format? I feel like the comments were popping. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like I had to, I couldn't read them all. You know, I think there's probably a hundred that I didn't get to read. So, um, but that was that was fun. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Let's stuff. do it again.
It's good stuff. Awesome. I'm excited. Well, hey, I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for all the new stuff. I'm excited to mm-hmm. hug you in two weeks. I'm excited. Three weeks, but who's counting? Ah, man, Manny High School. <laughs> hey, I had, Va- I had Vrablick, you know? I had Coach Vrablick, who was my soccer coach and also my math teacher. Did you ever have Vrablick for anything? He was, uh, I didn't. Yeah. Houston. I was a Houston. Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I think Houston. I had miss, Mr. Um... I had Miss Brown. She was hot. I remember that. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? I'm not sure. Do you remember Miss Brown? I don't remember. I don't remember. But Mr. Vrablick was, he was, I took pre-calculus from him and it was like, because we got through a pre-calculus really quick and then we started getting calculus one and I was like, like anyways, it was, it was, you know. <clears throat> but I didn't fail it. I passed it. So I guess I, think I, I guess I did all right. So anyways. All right. Hey, guys. We love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Um, check out thephotomentorship.com. If you're not, you can go take all those courses. It's, it's, you know, 47 bucks a month is like the best deal in the world. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. We love you guys. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to y'all soon. Um, bum, bum. You're making me do this so long. Well, the fade out was supposed to happen. Yeah, I'm playing a, I'm playing a video that has to download. Hold on. There we go. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com. 